Jacob. I'm Gabe. Call me Buddy. You can call me GH Slice. You can call me Lamy. Whatever you want to do. Fill up with me off. Okay, okay, okay. So, what we got? We got we got football next tomorrow. Yeah, we do have the NFL's 100th season. It's the 100th season? 100. Week one, baby. Triple digits week one. Bears, Packers, who you got? Oh, dude. For me, it's Packers. I think that I'm definitely the unpopular pick, but I think Aaron Rodgers has got it. I think Aaron Rodgers is very slept on this season, and I think that he will pull it out like he did last year in one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history. I mean, your boy Aaron Rodgers is still, I know he's kind of slipped down people's radar, but in my mind, he's still top three quarterback in the league. Oh, for sure. He's had two losing seasons, but... I mean, he's still Aaron Rodgers, like, you know. But that's not answering the question. Who you got? Who I got? As much as I love Aaron Rodgers, man, that Bears defense, ain't nobody messing with that. Ain't nobody messing with that. Khalil Mack, um, Khalil Mack, uh, Eddie Jackson, Roquan Smith, Danny Tarantham, like, linebackers, great. Secondary great. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Yeah. With his 87 children. <laughs> and I just think like. Man. That man needs to think, put on a condom or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think like. I think like. Mitchell Trubisky is going to have an, another step. This is his third season. Yeah. I think he's got a uh, mediocre core. You know what I mean? Um, buddy, who do you think? No, I think I got the Bears too because that defense. I think Mitch Trubisky is gonna have a good year this year. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's gonna have a better year than Jared Goff, and wow. he's gonna, he's he's gonna make his money this year. I guarantee it. Dude, with Jared Goff made his money like last night. See that hundred thirty-four million dollar contract, one hundred and ten million guaranteed. That man, all he has to do is wake up tomorrow, and that money's gonna be in his account, like Freeze. straight up. Like now, now the question is though, two questions. Do you believe in Allen Robinson? I like Allen Robinson. I mean, I think I I don't think he can be a number one receiver like everyone think he is, but I think he'd be a really really great number two receiver. Um, to Trey See, Burton. I I personally don't think that they have the stars to offensive stars to do what people want him to, what people want them to. No, I think in basketball terms they have a bunch of role players. I think, um, like, but when have role players ever won a championship? I mean, but defense wins championships. Defense, defense does, does win championships. But, yeah. but also, the second thing is, you come off Jordan Howard. You're losing Jordan Howard. Do you believe Tariq Cohen is a number one running back set? Yeah, not, not yet, not yet. No, but I think Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, I think he just he can catch the ball. He can run the ball. It's really freaking fast. They have a really good off at the line, underrated off at the line. And if Tariq Cohen's five nine, you ain't seeing that little motherfucker behind those big, big off at the linemen. I'm just saying, you're not. And I think it's gonna be really hard to get him. 
See, to me, though, that's why I got Aaron Rodgers, because not only is it Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but you also got Devontae Adams. You got a semi-decent offensive line. I mean, you got uh, Allison. You got a couple good, decent wide receivers behind him. You got a decent defense behind him. I mean, I just don't believe in the Bears offense right net, right yet. And Liam, if you're listening, I know, I know. It's okay, though. The, the Bears offense sucks, Liam. The Bears <laughs> offense sucks. No, I, I think Aaron Jones is going to have a big year this year. Aaron Jones, yeah. I re- I think he's going to think he's going to have a big year. I think this is going to be his year in which he last year I felt like they did a running back by committee, but this year he's going to be the RB1 for sure. Yeah, he's, And there's it's not going to be as much committee running. It'll be him taking most of the carries. Well, I uh, the reason the reason I have a little bit of suspicion about the the uh, Green Bay Packers uh offense, they have a new coach Matt LaFleur. Hasn't won anything, and where did he come from? He, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he came from like the Chiefs or the Rams, wherever he came from. The head coach did most of the offensive play calling, so he was kind of just there, just to hold the offensive coordinator position. He's only four years older than Aaron Rodgers, and so I think Aaron Rodgers is like, bro, like. You like, can't touch my jock scrap. I'm yeah. a two-time is, MVP, MVP Super Bowl champion. Like, Is Aaron Rodgers' role on the Packers the same as LeBron was for the Cavs? Where LeBron pretty much just dictated decisions. Is Aaron Rodgers at that level? Oh, yes. I think he's, I think he's, always, I think he's always been like that, man. I think, you know, I mean, Matt McCarthy, like, I think he – I think Matt McCarthy was the – the Packers coach, like generational coach, and he's gone because of Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers said it's either him or me, and the Packers are like, "Well, we can't get rid of Aaron Rodgers." So I don't know. This guy has to get along with Aaron Rodgers. Did they have that much beef, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy? Yeah, man. Like it was a thing. What, was, Ma- it, what was it about? Matt Ma- 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 McCarthy would send in uh, Mike McCarthy. Ma- Matt. Matt. Mike McCarthy was sending a play, and like Aaron Rodgers would like roll his eyes in the huddle and be like, "No, I'm not running that." All right, so so we got week one. We got what week one that's coming up. What are some other games that you you're on the watch for? All right, we got pack. We got Patriots and Steelers uh, this Sunday. Who you guys got? Patriots. Yeah, you got to go with the Patriots. But I'm very interested to see what the Steelers' defense is. Because I think their defense is young enough where they could possibly be with T.J. Watt and all those guys. I think that they could possibly be, in two, three years, maybe the Bears' defense type level. I think yeah. I think their their offense is going to flow better too. They got they don't have the Antonio Brown in there. I think yeah. I think they anymore. got a good a, like think, a lot of team players. Go ahead. And I think Juju is going to be good. He's going to be good at that wide receiver one spot this year. Who's their wide receiver two this year? Uh, young, uh, second year James Washington. He's he doesn't have a good forty speed, but he has a lot, like good football speed. Like he can burn tall guy. Anyone. I think he's like six two, maybe six three. Okay. He's I, I I like him. I like him a lot. I think though, Big Ben can make you know Big Ben can make me get a thousand yards a season. He's that great of a quarterback. I just think wow. 
I think. People, people sleep on Big Ben nowadays. People do sleep on Big Ben. The guy's been three Super Bowls. He's won two of them. Um, now. He threw a lot of picks, though. Has he, he ever been off the top of your head? Do you know if he's ever been a league leading in yards? Yeah, absolutely. He did it last year. In yards? Yes. Yeah, like. He had like 5,200 yards yeah. last year. Wow. I he did got not overshadowed. Know that. He got overshadowed by Patrick, Patrick Holmes Hunt. because Patrick Mahomes did 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. And 50 touchdowns. Dude, that's and no wild. look passes. And no look passes. <laughs> yeah, you know? Dude, imagine like running one way and you see a guy out of the peripheral vision and then you just like, oh, yep, I'm just going to throw it that way. Dude, also, can we talk about the left-handed throw that Patrick Mahomes did? That was pretty crazy. That's not even – that was like a toss, like a chunk. Yeah, like, but like still get having the wherewithal while you're going down to go from the right hand to the left hand and then yeah. just shot put that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, it, now the guy was like a foot and a half away. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he threw a bomb <laughs> from 50 yards. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, he's going – he has a big test, I think, this Sunday. He's going against the Jaguars and uh, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Well, who, who you guys got? The See, Chiefs. that's actually th- that's actually a good that's actually a good question because it's one of those things of when was Jaguars good? Two years ago, three years ago, two, two years ago, yeah. So which which Jaguars team is going to show up? Is it two years ago Jaguars or last year Jaguars? Because I mean, I personally think that Leonard Fournette is the key to their success. If you get Leonard Fournette going, everybody else is going to kind of flow around him. Yeah, I think though. I think Nick Foles is a better quarterback than than Blake Bortles. I think they'll definitely pass the ball more than. than I thought you were about to say Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to just put the microphone uh, no. down. <laughs> no, no, that's not the case. <laughs> that's not the case. I think Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. Yeah. I don't think. I think they'll take a couple, maybe two or three carries off Leonard Fournette because he's had a lot of injuries. Because I think. He's been a cow bill back all his life. And, you know, you give someone 20, 30 yards a game for four or five years in college, high school, like, they can wear your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think. So, you said, buddy, you said the Chiefs, right? Yeah. So, what do you think? Are you, do you believe that this is the Chiefs season this year? I mean, that's hard to say. Because, I mean, there was a lot of changes this year. You got to think about the draft picks, too. But I think, like, they're – right now, in my opinion, they're the favorites, at least from my my opinion. That leads me to the next question for you guys. Who is your Super Bowl matchup and Super Bowl winner? Mm. Buddy, I'll start with you. All right. I got – y'all going to hate me for this. I got you the say the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Panthers. All right. I think the Patriots are going to make it this year hmm. somehow again. Like it's it's just a gimme now like you you can't you can't write them off. I yeah, agree. I agree. Like no matter like the San Antonio Spurs, you can never write them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah, I got the Patriots, NFC. <sighs> it's hard to say with the NFC. I I really don't know. I I've got the Saints. Hmm. I got the Saints. Wow, coming wow. from the Panthers wow. fan. Wow. Coming I mean, from the Panthers fan. Mad you, respect. I, the Panthers are gonna have a good year this year, but like I just 
You know, I think every lots of people want to see a Drew Brees Tom Brady matchup. Mm. I think people ha- have they ever seen that? Oh no, yeah, in a super, but in a Super Bowl, not in a like Super in a Bowl, Super Bowl, bro, like but, with millions. But I tell you one thing, that's gonna be a really old Super Bowl with Tom Brady forty two, and then by time the Super Bowl gets around, if Drew Brees makes the Super Bowl, Drew Brees will be forty one. Now, 42-41, that's a old quarterback matchup. Adam, before I go to your Super Bowl matchup, mm-hmm. how – because for those of you who don't know, Adam is our resident Saints fan. Who that nation, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Adam, if Keep Drew pounding, Brees, baby. <laughs> so somehow this is Drew Brees' last season. Yes. Is – do you feel good enough about your core of the Saints that y'all could be comp- competitive in years to come? Um – not so much about the core of the Saints. I feel good about Sean Payton. Mm. Sean Payton's a great – Sean Payton is a top three quarterback – not quarterback, type three head coach in the league. Doesn't get a lot of credit. You know what I mean? Um, offensive guru. I think he's the greatest offensive mind in the NFL right now. Wow. And he's been that for years. Wow. The Saints have – the Saints in the past seven, eight years have not finished the season – Top five, not top five offense. I don't know though, dude. Look. Like, I think I think Sean Payton is kind of like a Belichick, Tom Brady. Like, who's yeah, more that's, valuable? That's what I was about to say. I was about to ask you that. Who do you think's like more valuable to the Saints? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard because, like, with Sean Payton and Drew Brees, they're both offense. Not many people don't know, but like. Bill Belichick is a defensive co- uh, defensive coach. You know what I mean? He, I mean, of course, he's probably good enough to do offense, but he's not an offensive coach. He's a defensive coach. And I think his defense with Tom Brady's great quarterback play is the reason why they won six Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but the, honestly, I'm going to go with AFC with Buddy as well. They're, they're my Super Bowl pick for the AFC as well. I mean – you just, I mean, you want to hate the guy, but, like, you can't. He's doing it at 42 years old. Um, he beat he beats last year's MVP twice. He, you know, he came – and they were not even the first – the second seed. They were second seed last year. They went into Arrowhead, beat Patrick Mahomes, and then offensively they had a very lousy Super Bowl game. I didn't watch it because, you know, the real Super Bowl team wasn't there. The Saints, but <laughs> pass interference? Question mark. Pa- pass interference? Question mark. Um, <laughs> pass interference? Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> pass interference. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> uh, but I just think I think they're gonna, I think I think they're gonna make it. Um, my NFC team. I, I have my Saints. I think we're the I think we're the best team in the NFC. Honestly, if not the, if not the NFC, we're the best team in the NFL. We're we're balanced on offense. We're balanced on defense. We can do it all. I'm very very interested to see what Alvin Kamara can do the whole season without Mark Ingram. Um, I just I just think I just think we got it. I don't think there's anything else that can happen in the playoffs, to, you know, to screw us. You know what I mean? And I just think we got it. And I think. I think it's going to be an old quarterback Super Bowl, man. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, 42-41. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, 
All right. So I would go with, um, I'm actually going to go off the wall. All right. And I'm going to start with my NFC team first. And I, I would probably go with the Saints as the, the NFC favorite. But right now, I'm going to go with somebody that people sleep on all the time. And it's the Minnesota Vikings. Ah, I thought you were going to say the, the Panthers. Minnesota Vikings? Minnesota Vikings. You believe and the, the reason First Cousins? Why, and the reasons why is I do believe in Captain Kirk. But also I believe in Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, all those people that are around him. Yeah, they but, do have Dalvin Cook. Back. But also I personally believe that the Minnesota Vikings are the best two-way team in the NFL. Because the, what people don't realize is two years ago, while we were trying to overshadow – them with the Jaguars defense, the Minnesota Vikings defense were locked down as well. I mean, probably I would still even put Minnesota's defense still at top five in the NFL. Now, the only thing is, are they going to have injuries? Because that was the main problem last year. I mean, you had injury after injury after injury, but I think if you keep all of them healthy, there's no way that you can argue that a top three, top five defense mm-hmm. plus a top five offense, I, I think that you can't stop them. I don't know about top five offense. I would definitely give them top three receiving core with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. You know what I mean? Like, Who is one if they're top three? <laughs> don't you even say the Saints. No, no, no. I mean, you got to go with the Eagles. The Eagles have a great receiving core. Eagles? You got Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, who's like 87 years old. Al- Alshon Jeffrey's not old. And you got Deshaun Jackson, who still probably can burn most of the corners in the league. You got Zach Ertz. I cannot believe they what I'm Nelson hearing right Aguilar. now. They got Nelson Aguilar. So, yes, I would. Uh, I think Nelson Aguilar is a great I don't know. I think, I think the Browns have the best receiving Ooh, core. That That's a good – I think, personally, I think that's a better argument than the Eagles. D- what? Odell. Well, well, let's go back to Jacobs NFC. Let's go back to Jacobs Is Deshaun Jackson pick. even like? Is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive, dude. <laughs> no, but that kickoff, <laughs> that punt return that he scored for a game-winning touchdown, probably one of the best moments. Like top ten plays in NFL history, probably. Just how clutch it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So your AFC champion, your AFC pick. So for the I want to go with. I'm honestly was gonna go with the Browns, just because. I want to go with somebody other than what y'all have gone with because I don't want to hear the I don't want to hear the I same know, you're person. Tired of the the yeah. Patriots being a damn Super Bowl like. Well, that crazy. too, that too, that too. But <laughs> I I'm not going to go with the Browns. I think that the Browns in the next year or two years will be Super Bowl contenders for sure. But who I'm going to go with? I personally think that the Chiefs can make another step in the right direction. Mm. I think honestly, I think that that running back by committee that they have with LaShawn McCoy now and with Williams now, yeah. that I think that that's going to be kind of where we're at. All right? And I think that the Chiefs, I love Andy Reid. I think LaShawn McCoy back with Andy Reid could be, I think that that could be something that not many people realize is going to be so valuable. I mean – yeah, like I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's Super Bowl four, uh, Chiefs and Vikings. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Super Bowl four, Chiefs only Super Bowl. I think. Let me see, hold on, Super Bowl four. Well, he's well, he's pulling that up, buddy. Who do you think is going to be offensive MVP this year? 
offensive MVP or offensive player of the year, it's going to be Saquon. Wow. So, so okay, there's a difference between offensive MVP and offensive player of the year. So, do you think that he's going to be both? Or do you think that oh. he's going to be offensive MVP? No, or, he, no, I'm not talking about offensive MVP. I'm talking about MVP in general. Oh, and then just MVP. Off, yes. Oh. And then offensive player of the year. So, the best offensive player. Okay. You have to come back to me on MVP. But offensive player of the year, I think, is going to be Saquon. Because, mm. <clears throat> I mean... I don't think there's any other player in the NFL who's going to get more touches than him this year. Oh, for sure. I believe that. I believe and at least, it's yeah. going to it's going to accumulate. He's going to score a lot. I think he's going to lead the league in scrimmage yards and touchdowns. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, or at least for among running backs and receivers, he's going to lead oh, in yeah. touchdowns. Oh, yeah. no. Definitely he's going to have so many touches yeah. for sure. Yeah. Definitely get 2500 scrimmage yards. He's going to yeah. a lot of scrimmage yards like and I think he can do it. I mean, especially with, especially with them trying to move away from Eli and come, like come with Daniel Jones and, you know, the offensive line is very shaky still. Uh, I think, yeah, I think they're gonna have to give it to him a lot because this Thunder's making. See, but that's the thing though with their offensive, their offense so shaky. I don't know if I trust Saquon to have the production that he probably. He would do if he was in a regular offense. I mean, the offense is still not where it needs to be. So, I mean, you can be as talented as you want, but if your offensive line is not where it needs to be, coming from a former offensive lineman, you'll just – if you just if your offensive lineman is just allaying people, then it's never going to be good for the running back, no matter how good you are. Yeah, but, I mean, we've seen running backs in history of the NFL, especially running backs – not so much quarterbacks, but running backs because they're so athletic and they're so shifty and stuff. They don't really have to have necessarily offensive great offensive line. You know what I mean? Like last year, the same offensive line the Giants had. I mean, they had one giant piece with that guard from Cleveland, Kevin, whatever his last name. But I think Saquon can still get through with that offensive line. I mean, I think I was watching. Um, Undisputed a couple of days ago, and uh, they were saying that Saquon Barkley is kind of like Barry Sanders, and I think that's a wow, that's a big comparison. Yeah, because like you know, Barry Sanders never had an offensive line, and he had to jump over the moon, the sun, and a mountain to get to that line of scrimmage. But once he got to the line of scrimmage, it was over. He was he's gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, uh, now the my, question. So, so what about yeah, your so MVP? So my MVP, I think that it's going to be – I personally think that I'm going to go local. I think that I could go with Christian McCaffrey for Offensive Player of the Year, not for MVP. Mm. And the reason why is because I think the offensive line is for the Panthers is better. Yeah. But I think that there's still that dependency on Christian McCaffrey for production, and he gets as much touches – he doesn't get as much touches as Saquon, but he is that two-way star, kind of like an Alvin Kamara, kind of like a uh, Saquon, even to an extent, even like Zeke, who we'll talk about his contract later. But he is still that guy. And whether it comes in the form of a read option, whether that comes in a form of a dump off, he's still that guy who can go for 150 all-purpose yards, 200 all-purpose yards a game. Yeah. And I think and- – 
And I think that the offensive line for the Panthers plays a what better is a bigger part in that than the offensive line for Giants because I just don't I don't believe yeah, in the Giants gonna, offensive line. Yeah, he's gonna have more or he's gonna be in better situations than Saquon hmm. to do more. <laughs> um my offensive player of the year. Um offensive player of the year, I think I'm gonna go with I don't think I'm gonna go with Big Ben. I think Big Ben has a lot to prove. Wow. I think I think this is the worst receiving core he's had. Not knocking Juju, but he's always had a, a for sure top three, top five wide receiver on his team. And Juju's not that yet. No, yeah, no, I agree. No. I agree. And I, I love Juju, but like he's not top. He's not top. Yeah, receiver for sure. Yet. But he's always had Heinz Ward. He's always had Antonio Holmes, Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Brown. Like he's always had. He's always had. Great receivers, and I think he has a young receiving core this year. And I think he's gonna prove everybody wrong. Like, like I'm a first ballot Hall of Fame, like famer, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Um. So yeah, I, I start with you on this next topic. So, who is your defensive player of the year? I think Khalil Mack. I think Khalil Mack is gonna break the. I think he's gonna uh, shatter the uh, twenty-two and a half sacks a season by Michael Strahan. I think he's gonna get twenty three sacks this season. Wow! Just, nobody can nobody can block him. Put two, three, put the whole offensive line on him. Man, I'll, I'll do. You know you can't block him in uh, Madden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they <laughs> just don't lay him. The X right. factor. No, yeah. I got. Yeah, I got Aaron Donald. Mm. Aaron Donald is probably, you know, Khalil Mack is like a close, very close second for me. But Aaron Donald is easily the most unstoppable defensive player in football yeah. right now. Because I he I agree. Like, you can double him up. He's still going to get to at least give the quarterback some type of problem before they can get the ball off or sack him. So yeah. I, I got Aaron Donald. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with somebody who people have slept on for the past three seasons. And two of those seasons he's been hurt, and it's J.J. Watt. Mm. And the reason why is J.J. Watt is very slept on right now. And he got like 16 and a half sacks last season. Mm -hmm. And people just don't get – because he's not as – people see him as out of his prime. People see him as not as flashy as a Khalil Mack that literally looks like he could bench a monster truck, like yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, but J.J. Watt, for me, especially with Jadavion Clowney, I think that he – with Jadavion Clowney now with the Seahawks – I think that J.J. Watt is going to step up his, his game further and further and further. And for me, it's not like a defensive tackle like Aaron Donald because at a defensive end position, you really can't double team. You, you really can't double team a defensive end. You just have to let him go outside. But defensive tackle, you can have your guard, your center, and your tackle literally going for one guy. And if you do double team a defensive end, it's with a way worse blocker, like a tight end, or your chip for like a running back, or <coughs> you can have a you can have a, don't do this. You can have a wide receiver go in and try to help too, but <laughs> that's not gonna work with JJ Watt. So let's let's go to the MVP. Let, so oh, we've well, talked about well, offensive well, player. One more of the thing league. about defensive player, my sleeper sleeper, and I feel like this is everyone's sleeper. Darius Leonard, I think the guy can get 180 tackles this season if he really wanted to. So right now, right now, Bobby Wagner, Luke Keekley, or Darius Leonard. <laughs> you you can't put you can't put Darius Leonard up there yet, but 
Luke Kuechly and Bobby Wagner because, like, Bobby Wagner is a monster. And Luke Kuechly, like, he's a monster. He's a tackling monster as well. But he also can cover and get picks and stuff. And so, Darius Leonard, I really like him. I think maybe two or three years you can say he's a top linebacker, but not right now. What about you, Jack? I mean, uh, bud. Who's your MVP? Luke Keekley. I'm not being biased. It's just your MVP is Luke Keekley. Oh, you said MVP. Oh, yes. okay. Dude, right. I was like, hot <laughs> take, dude. No, this is a quarterback's. This is a quarterback's uh, award now, and I honestly think that Patrick Mahomes is gonna repeat. Oh, okay. okay. I think like he's just he's just at he's probably the most confident quarterback in football right now. Even after losing to the Patriots, like, he's just getting all this, what do you call it, media attention. So, like, he's – people are going to be watching him, and he's he's no, he knows that. So, he's going to – I think he's going to – Oh, yeah. And another thing is I think everybody in America, even Tyreek Hill himself, thought that this season the Chiefs were going to start week one without Tyreek Hill. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now Tyreek Hill's back with Sammy Watkins – Travis Kelsey, and then they just pick up Sean McCoy, who, yeah, he's 31, but he's still Sean McCoy. And I yeah, I'm, I, I, think I like that pick, buddy. Jack, what about you? For my MVP? MVP. I'm actually going – I think it is a quarterback league, but I don't – I want to go somebody that's a little bit off the radar, and I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I go with Baker Mayfield is, one, his OBJ is going to be – such a big difference for the Browns. But also with the receiving core, and I think that Baker Mayfield plays with that chip on his shoulder of being that walk-on, of being that underdog every time he comes on the field, that he's not going to take anything for granted. And I think that he's going to have that year that maybe a, that Patrick Mahomes did yeah, last year. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, like for all it's worth, he is a MVP and he is a great quarterback. But he also had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I mean, true. you had Travis Kelsey, who's top one tight end. <laughs> and then you have Tyreek Hill, who's definitely top seven, I would say, tight end or wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And so now you have you have OBJ, who's still probably top five wide receivers. You have Jarvis Landry, who I think possibly could get in that top ten wide receiver range if he p- plays to his fullest potential. And then I think that people sleep on David, David Njoku. Yes, because I do. think that he is real. And, like, I think that he can be that next George Kittle that he was last year. George Kittle goes from nobody to somebody. I think that that's David Njoku this year. Then they got uh, Chubb and Kareem Chubb Hunt coming. Kareem Hunt comes back eight. After, after eight games. Yeah. Crazy. I'm I'm honestly worried about like what that offense is going to look like because you have a two-headed monster of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt Mm -hmm. where it's like, do you run? Do you pass? Like I think that that's the most prolific offense right now in my mind. There's so much you can do with it. Yeah. Who is your MVP? Um, my MVP this year. My MVP is going to be kind of, kind of crazy. Um, I think Russell Wilson. I think he should have been had. I think he should have had an MVP. I don't like how they kind of, you know, everyone else has like the spotlight on Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees, but 
Tom Brady, you know, Phillip Rivers. But, you know, Russell Wilson is up there in Seattle being the NFL's, like, greatest quarterback right now. Like, you know, a couple years ago, led the league in touchdown passes, uh, touchdown passes. And, like, his receiving core hasn't really been the greatest. You know, um, they're still trying to find a running back after uh, Sean, uh, Marshawn Lynch is gone. So, like, I think I think Russell Wilson's out this year. I think that Russell Wilson has the biggest, like, story. And, like, the fact that he can do anything with yeah. his offense is a testament to Russell Wilson. But I believe that, like, because he doesn't have a good running back that can take the pressure on him, take the pressure off of him, and also that he doesn't have – Tyler Lockett is his wide receiver number one, and I don't believe in, I don't believe in Ty- Tyler Lockett like that. I mean, I, I think, I think with DK Metcalf gets healthy, I think DK Metcalf is gonna be crazy. Oh, good. for sure. Um, See, I'm just worried that DK Metcalf is gonna be an anomaly of just like yeah. super strong, super fast, but he's actually like not really that good at, <laughs> like, at catching balls. No, like, no, no. I don't know. I feel like he's but, gonna get hurt. I feel like oh, he's gonna get hurt often. I, th- I think I think oh, so yeah. too. Very now, often. Now we're gonna kind of. Cl- I want one more thing before we kind of close the NFL segment. I want you to tell me who your breakout player of the year is. Breakout player of the year. I already have mine. I've been talking about him for months. I got Kenny Galladay, wide receiver for the uh, Detroit Lions. A lot of people don't know about him, but he's a big receiver, um, and. Marvin Jones Jr. is the number one receiver over there. And teams are going to double-team him because Marvin Jones is not a receiver to play around with. He's he showed, he's shown you that. He can he, also sing. He, he, can, he can sing? Yeah, he was on American Idol, actually. Who? Kenny Marvin, Galladay? No, oh, Marvin, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones? Yeah. <laughs> he, he was on American Idol. Dude, listen to it. It's actually really good. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Back to Kenny Galladay and playing football, Jacob. I'm sorry. Um, I think, I think he's going to be really good. Um, Matthew Stafford needs another Calvin Johnson-like player because that's when he plays best football, and he hasn't been the same since Calvin Johnson retired. I think Kenny Galladay will be his next Calvin Johnson, and I think they can do some things. Of course, not no. Of course, they won't make the playoffs or anything. I think the Lions are far, far away from that. But you know, but I no, uh, I I completely agree. Um, I would not go with him, but. I think that the breakout player of the year um, is somebody who I ho- I always go with this guy every year, and I want him to be so good, and I love him to death, and I think it's going to be Leonard Fournette. Mm. And I think that Leonard Fournette has literally all the talent in the world, yeah. but injuries have just hit him, hit him, hit him every year. Mm-hmm. And I think that Leonard Fournette could be the ne- – I personally think that – Leonard Fournette at his fullest potential is a top three running back. Mm. I think Leonard Fournette is top, at his top potential is, is Adrian Peterson all over again. True. I think he can be that. What, what about you, buddy? Well, I think this is going to be the Josh Norman year for James Bradbury. Oh, okay, okay. And that's kind of like – I mean, we talked about him all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I met him, he, by the way. Oh, yeah. Lucky. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but – I mean, he's got size, 6'1", 212 pounds, and this is going to be, what, his fourth year? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's got the experience. He's in that Panthers defense. Ron Rivera, who's a great defensive coach, got a great defensive coordinator. So, I mean, 
what he he's gonna have a good year this year. He, I mean, he yeah, he's gonna have a good this year. This and year yeah. he last year, uh, I believe the first time the Saints played the Panthers, um, J- James Bradbury followed Michael Thomas the whole the whole game and he contained him pretty much. You know, and that's crazy. Michael Thomas is you can put him at top five receiver. You can put him at top seven receiver. You know. Who's putting him in at top seven, dude? Michael Thomas is top, top four. I, top four? I think he's, I think he's top four. Yeah, I think it, I think it goes Julio, DeAndre Hopkins, oh uh, Antonio, then Michael Thomas. I wouldn't put Antonio up there anymore. I I think that I personally think that if we had a a a D growth year. I think the D growth player of the year. I think it will be Antonio Brown. I don't know. I think that front office hates him already. Yeah, like but, they're, but they're if you have somebody who hates you to begin with, like no matter what you do, it's never going to be good enough. Well, yes. I think, and I think with the, I'm glad we talked. I'm glad we, we hit on this. I think that by we're seeing all this craziness with Antonio Brown, the Raiders. I think he was doing this in Pittsburgh all along. But Mike Tomlin kept it quiet and let it happen, so it never came out to the news. And now John Gruden, Mike Mayock, the general manager of the Raiders, like he, they're like, they're not allowing this to happen. You know what I mean? They're saying, "Hey, we're gonna fine you for not coming to practice." John Gruden, dude. Still, the fact that we're saying John Gruden it's is crazy. a is a Raiders coach right now. That like, man has nine. That I man has nine years, ninety more million dollars to get. Dude, <laughs> my boy's making bank. But the All NFL right. is back tomorrow, baby. Dude, we got the Packers. Do, the Packers playing tomorrow. Yeah, Packers right, and so Bears. Moving on from the NFL. All right, I love the NFL, but we don't want to be a all sports podcast. We want to diversify. So. I'm going to do we a celebrate old diversity. Fa- we celebrate diversity with two <laughs> black guys and one white guy. All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do something that I love doing, and it is Mount Rushmore's. Your top four people that you would put on a Mount Rushmore. What's our Mount Rushmore today, Jacob and your Miller? Mount Rushmore for today is something that I know little about, but it is rappers. So, rappers. I want you to tell me your Mount Rushmore of rappers. Now, the way in which this is going to work is. For those of you in which are watching at home, you can follow us on our Instagram. It is what, Adam? I can't still – I can't – what is it? My bad. Sorry, guys. I can't take this. Deal uh, with this. Deal with this podcast. <laughs> podcast. We'll shout it out. We'll shout it out at the end. Make yeah, sure y'all I can't know what it is. This 704. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. the way in which <laughs> this is going to work is we're going to have a I'm, – we're going to leave it up to you. As to who won this argument, who won this Mount Rushmore, and we are going to have a poll on there, so you can come follow us at I Can't Deal with This seven zero four, and we will have a poll starting tonight when this airs. Now, the way in which this this is going to work is it is going to be snake style, like a fantasy draft. So, say for instance, Buddy gets the first pick, he gets the first pick, Adam gets the next two until all four have been chosen. And we all can't right. choose the and same. And you cannot choose the same. Right, so good, if you say good. if you say Little Wayne, then <laughs> Little Wayne, Packers fan, remember? Yep. Um so Green and yellow, green and yellow. <laughs> green and yellow, green and yellow. <laughs> Isn't that Wiz Khalifa? Um No, Wiz Khalifa was black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah. No, that 
but I'm saying that Lil you stole Wayne the song. Oh yeah, I mean he he does like remixes, you know. Right, whatever. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do for the number one pick. I'm going to have Adam as my number one so pick. It's just me. It's just me. It's just, me it's and just buddy. you and Buddy. Me and Slice. Okay. Um. Um. I'm gonna go Tupac. I'm Why? Tupac. I think Tupac was the greatest rapper when he was of his time. Like, and then for Tupac to die so early, like, can you imagine if Tupac would have lived to forty? He's in Cuba. <laughs> Not in Cuba. <laughs> Dude, the fact that he, the fact that Tupac got away with the biggest death hoax of all time, and people still believe that he's dead, wild. No, I'm just kidding. Tupac's dead. <laughs> I'm just kidding for y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, all right, but so. But for him to do all that, to do all that, uh, die so young, you know, I think he definitely would be, have his own recording label. I think he would have his own movie, movie, movie thing. I think production company. Pr- thank you. Louis production company. And for him to do so much and so little and him not be the greatest, you know what I mean? Like everyone knows who Tupac is, you know what I mean? So and we still listen to his songs today. A lot of rappers still use some of his old beats for their songs. Um, but buddy who your first pick. Well you get remember, you get the next two picks. Oh, I get the next so, two, okay. Yes, yeah, so you get this one, I want to hear your reasoning, and then you get another one before we go to Adam for his next two picks. Alright, so go. I agree with you with Tupac. I think that's pretty much who everyone except for You can't new, take him. I know except for new generational people would choose. Yeah. But I'm going with Jay Z. Mm. Just I'm basing this off of pure skill okay. and their accomplishments. All right, all right, all right. And there has never been probably Jay-Z is – yeah, actually, no. There has never been any other rapper in the history of hip-hop who has managed his money better than Jay-Z. I will agree with that, actually, yes. Be- became a billionaire this year, actually. Uh-huh. So, and and all the, look, he's trying to buy an NFL team as well, seems like. Yeah, I mean – What this NFL dude, team would he buy? Um, I feel like it would have to be like somebody like the Jaguars. No, I think that Khan family really want to keep that Jaguar team in their generation. I don't think it would be Jaguars. I know the Bills, they only they only cost like $932 million. Yeah, you can get them for a nickel and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to Jay-Z. All right, so yeah, you got Jay-Z. I, mean, I think that your Jay-Z argument is very good. So You know, he's... You know, he hasn't released anything in a while, but he's still accumulating money. He's married to Beyonce, who's also a very successful artist. So, I mean, you know, so, Jay-Z so is are probably... you saying that they're a package deal? So, is Beyonce your number two pick? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So, a lot of people may not agree with me on this one, but the the second person that I'm putting on my Mount Rushmore of rappers is my boy... Nas. A lot of you, Nas is like probably, in my opinion, the most skilled rapper of all time. Just his storytelling, y'all, the y'all way he. Gonna sleep on Eminem like that. Hey, Eminem. Hey, he represents rap for of white course, boys. Like <laughs> everywhere. I don't know. Eminem. NF is the new Eminem. Sorry. Go ahead. But so back I, to Nas. I think I think the reason why you had to put Nas up there is his longevity. Nas has had great music, top pop music, for what twenty years now. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, just think, I I like that. I like that. And you know, 
ether, you know, when you sit in that car, look out the window and you have the ether beat playing. Come you just on, gotta rap. you, you gotta you have to, to rap to it. And like, if you don't spit nothing. No. If it don't spit fire, then you have to jump off a cliff because that, that beats too that beats too great. All right. Next up um, for you. You get the next two picks, by the way. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Biggie. I really, really, really like Biggie. I think Biggie another person. Is he the one who goes I like it when you call me Big Pop. I like it when you call me Big Pop, but <laughs> that's throw your hands in the air like a true player. Um, yeah, like, Biggie, like, another person that died way, way too quick. Like, we don't even, I don't think we even know right. what he the potential is with Tupac. How are not. y'all not getting this? Um, right, so. Like, I think he, I think the fact that he died so early and didn't get to, we don't get to see what Tupac, you know, I mean, uh, Biggie was gonna do. He could have some great. Um, I think, and this is gonna get my man. I wanna, I wanna stump you with this one. I, and I'm only saying this because I think he's doing really good with t- the transition between like old school rap, like early 2000s rap, 2010s rap. To I think he's gonna make the transition to 2020s rap as smooth as well. I'm gonna go Jay Z. I'm not Jay Z. Uh, J Cole. J Cole. I, I thought we were going with Kanye. No, I like. I the, thought, dude. I thought we were going with Kanye. I was no. like, here we go, Kanye talk. I, yeah, I think, man. I think J Cole. I just think. Let's not even talk about his music. Let's talk about Dreamville. How he's getting all these rappers, all these like no-name rappers, underground rappers, and making them big. Yeah, the the Dreamville album. Like nobody knew. A lot of those rappers of that were rappers. on there. I still know a lot of those rappers until Dreamville came out. And, like, he got all these great rappers. Got the baby on it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the fact that he did that is crazy. You know what I mean? All right. So, for my next two, this is my last two. So, I got your boy Eminem. Let's go. I, I think... If I'm not mistaken, I think Eminem has sold the most records from any other rapper. Now, and that's are you doing pre-drug Eminem or are you doing post-drug Eminem? Because pre-drug Eminem was wild. Post-drug Eminem, all he had was Not Afraid and Rap God. I know. I'm talking of, about. I I'm, know way too much about Eminem. I'm talking about the Slim Shady. Yeah, you know, you're, you're will the about, real Slim Shady talking, stand up? Yeah, you're talking about. We're talking about when he's back in the three one three, back in Detroit, back in the slumps, rapping with, doing battle raps with people. We're talking about that Eminem, and that Eminem was on drugs, probably. Yeah. But still, I mean, Eminem's just so talented. You know, I, I said Nas is the most skilled, but Eminem has got to be a close second. Just the word, his wordplay. You know, he can freestyle. His freestyles sound just like what he writes. I mean. He's just overall a very good rapper. And I think and the reason why he, oh, I'm sorry. I think the reason why he's a good rapper, I think also with Tupac is they both been through like a lot of crazy shit. And so they have a lot of crazy stories to tell. You know what I mean? So yeah, back to you, buddy. I'm sorry. And my last one. So your last pick. I'm going with Lil Wayne. I think you yeah, know, t- I'm baby. Yeah. Green and yellow, <laughs> green and yellow. No, see, Cause I think Tupac had a big influence on rap, 
but Lil Wayne, like his influence on rap, like who who made tattoos cool, Lil Wayne? Who made like grills cool, Lil Wayne? Who made dreads cool, Lil Wayne? Like Lil Wayne, just like. So you're saying he had the cultural influence? Yeah. His, okay. Okay. Like Lil Wayne just had the culture. He can, you know, he he uses a lot of auto tune, but he can he can sing, you know. Look like that. Like he, he's got that <laughs> voice, but like when he needs to, like he can raise his voice high. He can, uh, he can actually spit. He has sneaky bars that he sneaks in his lines. I mean, over like Lil Wayne's just like he changed the culture. He's like Allen Iverson. He changed the culture. So okay, okay. My last pick, um, I'm I'm really stuck between Meek Mill and Drake, but I'm gonna go Drake. Yeah. I think Drake is the most popular rapper of all of all time. Like he he's Everyone the most Drake. He's the most marketable rapper yes. like Everyone of all time. Him. He's everywhere. He's literally in LA, literally in Toronto, literally in New York. He's everywhere. Look at how girlfriends he's been with JLo, Serena Williams, like uh Rihanna, like you know what I mean? Drake. Drake. And I think people <laughs> hate on him. The one that got body by Pusha T. Yeah, he got body by Pusha T. But how the world, the kid from the kid from his, I don't even remember I what did, it I said. Kid from the world, the world, and high from the kid. But I just think Drake, like Drake's awesome. Like he's amazing. Everyone wants to be Drake. You know what I mean? Everyone wants to be with Drake. Like this man, like this man lives in Toronto, Canada. Like that's awesome. Like who doesn't want to live in Toronto where it's cold all the time and like you have to do with heat and. You can go pick up any woman you want. Like I just think Drake. I think yes. I think so. I'm gonna say Tupac, Tupac, uh, Biggie. Biggie, J Cole, Drake. And mine was Jay Z, Nas, Eminem, and Lil Wayne. Mm. All right. So, so if you have a, if you be- agree with Buddy, if you agree with Adam, go vote on our poll. And the way in which this is gonna work is, if you whoever has the most votes. Whichever side gets the most votes, they get one point towards their total. And whoever has the most points by the end of the year gets a WWE championship belt. I just came up with that on the fly. That was but I have to speak it into existence sometimes. John Cena. Now, now here's, here's, what I want, here's what I want to do. <laughs> Continuing on the diversity aspect of the podcast. So we've talked about sports. We've talked about music. Now I want to talk about entertainment. I want you to tell the people what recommendation for TV or movie would you t- would you give them? So TV, I just recently finished this show called Euphoria. Shout out to Zendaya, mm. my yeah, my she's crush. Listening to the podcast, Zendaya, if you're listening, uh, give me a call. You know. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, of course you're gonna call you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, no, so what is Euphoria? So it's uh. It's like it's like a high school show based on kids in high school and the characters and Dea plays Rue. She just finished rehab because she was a drug addict, but she's still trying to get out of that, you know, addiction because she still kind of feels like she needs drugs to feel the certain way she needs to feel. But I mean, overall, it's you know, I've never experienced anything like that, but it's a it's a relatable show for high schoolers, just like how the atmosphere is in high school they've got sports they've got relationships they got it all so it's definitely a show i recommend um i have a show 
I've been uh, I'll watch I actually watched I'm waiting for the second season to come out uh, I watched the first season like like three times it's a show called All American um, it's about this guy he he lives in um, where does he live he lives in like I think a bad part I think it's like Oakland or whatever like that and he goes to Beverly Hills to play football and it just talks about like basically how he has to live you know, going back to his street life and then going to Beverly Hills and how he has to change and showing kind of how he has to be, like, not really two-faced. You would think he had to be two-faced, but he's kind of just true to he like to himself wherever he's at. And, um, yeah, I think that's a really good show. Um, yeah, I think it's a really, really, really good show. All right, so for mine... Um so, for those of you who do not know, I'm a high school history teacher, um, and I'm going to go with a show on Netflix called Mr. Iglesias, and it's where the comedian Gabriel Iglesias goes and teaches high school history, and it is by far one of the funniest shows that I've seen this year. But I would say by far the funniest show that I've seen this year, by far. Um, and so, it pretty much just dives into his life <laughs> and his encounters with kids and that's kind of like what i strive for um he's very relatable he makes history fun and i think that that that's such a good show and it's something that i base a lot of my teaching philosophy on kind of um i probably shouldn't be saying that but <laughs> get my teaching philosophy on <laughs> gabriel iglesias in this netflix show and folks i mean jacob likes to brag that he's a teacher like i mean if you get tired of it we, we get tired of it too i'm proud of him what being a teacher, but you know um. Yeah. All right. So here's the last segment of the day. All right. And this is what we call the pick of the week. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at the spreads for the for the NFL games, and we're gonna have a pick of the week. Now the pick of the week is gonna go. It's gonna be the same from week to week to week. All right. And you have to figure out who is gonna cover the spread. All right, so say, for instance, right now, Chicago are three-point favorites over the Packers. If you think that the Packers are going to cover that spread where they lose by either two or one or they win, then they have, they've won the, you that point. But the thing about it is is you cannot do the same, you cannot do the same team any two weeks. So if you pick the Packers, you can't pick the Packers any other week. All right, no matter how how hard you try. And it's going to be an ongoing thing from week to week to see who has the best record. And whoever has the best record by the end of football season gets seven points towards their goal. Okay? to their For their overall score. Also, for the point system, it also involves me. It's not just Adam and Buddy. So, here's what I want. I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to start this one off. I, for this one, am going to go with the Browns, which are five-point favorites over the Titans. Okay. I think that that's an easy win for the Browns. I don't I don't believe in the Titans at all. Um, I think their defense is okay, but I don't believe in Marcus Mariota. I, Delaney Walker is like 87 years old. I don't believe in the Titans, but I believe in the Browns, and I think this is going to be a big season for the Browns. So I'm going with the Browns over the Tennessee Titans, which are five point. The Browns are five point favorites. I think they will cover that spread. All right, what's the what's the spread looking like for the Seahawks and Bengals? 
So for the Seahawks and Bengals, uh, Seahawks are nine and a half point favorites. Mm, I'm liking that. Yeah, I think that's an easy game for the Seahawks, in my opinion. Okay, so you're going with the Seahawks over the Bengals, covering that nine and a half point spread. Yes. Correct? Yep. Okay. Adam, what? I'm going to go my Saints. I'm going to go. You're going with your Saints. You can't use them any time other than that. Well, my Saints. All right. <laughs> I'm just making sure you know the rules because Adam doesn't listen sometimes. Uh, 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 go my Saints. Over the Texans, seven and a half, seven points. Seven, seven points. Seven points. So, what I want you to do for you listeners, we want to hear your your comments. We want to hear your questions. And next week, we will have we will have your questions on the podcast. We will take three questions that you have, and we will put them on the podcast, and we will answer them personally. Sort of like those Q and As them them YouTubers use nowadays, you know. Them Q&As. Q&As. <laughs> now, also, one incentive that we're doing is if you rate our podcast and leave a comment and also share our podcast either on Twitter or on Instagram, we will call into your house or into your phone or you can come here. We don't care. Our studio is open to all people. All right. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so studio. like or – Five star, like, comment, comment subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Five star, leave a comment and share, and you will get at least twenty minutes of our time. All right. Remember, so, Instagram. I cannot. I can't deal with this. That's that's it, right? I can't, I can't deal, deal with, with this. Seven oh four, and we will have those polls up for y'all. We will have that that one poll for y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we we love you. We appreciate you. And if you don't belong anywhere else. <laughs> you're not only liked, but you're wanted. <laughs> you stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Bye.